Previously on Newsbreak, Lotus FM. There's a lot of trauma that policemen, people in that line of work actually face on a daily basis. It actually causes secondary trauma. Individuals actually can at some point actually suffer from post-traumatic stress, a secondary post-traumatic stress and burnout. So it's very important that they actually receive counseling on a regular basis. In fact, most of our kind of high-impact frontliner kind of departments need to have a debriefing built into the system. Debriefing is very important because it helps remove the kind of elements that they are facing. It helps remove the trauma and helps prevent it from developing into secondary post-traumatic stress and other kind of stress disorders. Therapy and counseling, but debriefing in particular, is supposed to be managed for policemen and fighters and that kind of thing. We've also seen stigma attached to getting counselling as a police officer. Do we also need to address that issue? Yes, stigma is a huge thing in mental health. It affects everybody, but it's actually getting a lot better over the past years. And I think because of people actually speaking about it, trying to work on bringing down the levels of stigma, more and more people are seeking help. And that's important because the more people that seek help, the healthier society or community will have. The easiest way to manage that is just to to make the psychotherapy compulsory. So if it's mandatory, nobody's getting judged. If they have to go in for a certain number of sessions a month, if somebody has like a, a traumatizing experience or they've had a crime scene that they've been to that's very traumatizing, then to make sure that they get the, the relevant uh, therapy immediately after that or debriefing immediately after that. If you actually bring it into policy and make it mandatory, then you would find that the stigma element falls away because then there's no judging, no judgment from others the people. Because a lot of times people feel judged as being weak if they actually seek help. And that's completely incorrect. I always tell my patients that actually the bravest of people, the ones who are the most courageous, come and get help because they have to face difficult things and look at difficult, ugly stuff sometimes about themselves and then deal with those things. Let's talk about the partners or the families who are affected by this. How do they deal with a police officer who might be going through some sort of distress? They need to speak to their family members a loved one and see if they can actually get them to get some help. If not, then I think that the police system should actually have some kind of setup where family members as well have somewhere to go to, maybe a social work department or something like that, that they can actually go to and actually get some kind of assistance or advice that would remain confidential. I think a lot of members of the police actually are afraid to go to departments within the police department, feeling that the, the information that they share will not be kept confidential. Maybe rather outsource refer people to outsourcers. In that way, people would also feel much more confident that whatever they're sharing, whatever they're speaking about is confidential. Also, those loved ones that do go and seek advice in relation to their loved one who might be a policeman, that information also should be held confidential. So support should be made available for the member as well as their family. Newsbreak, Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.